Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a brand new episode of Better With Headphones. I'm your host, Cal McCulloch, and I'll tell you this. It is a great day. The sun is shining in Glasgow for the first time in about six months, and it is absolutely perfect coming through my living room window. And with that, I have a great guest today. It is TikToker, YouTuber, and jewellery maker, Kit Gutterbrats. Kit was absolutely great to talk to. We spoke about pop punk and where her love for the genre comes from, making TikToks her schedule, and it's just interesting to get into this new world of TikTok. But Kit was a delight. There is some issues with the sound, some wee statics just due to the internet connection we had, but put that aside and just listen to what Kit has to say. She is lovely, she is great to talk to, and I hope you enjoy the episode. And if you do, just remember to like it, share it, it only takes a second to share and it helps me out. Enjoy. I'm actually really excited to speak to you. Oh, cool. No one's ever excited to speak to me, so that's fun. <laughs> I think that's a lie. I spoke to Frank Turner, Rob from Bowling for Soup and bands, DJs, but you are on TikTok. Centered yeah. on music. I love talking about music and I discovered you because I'm a pop punk fan. Always love pop punk and you build your TikTok around pop punk. Yeah, pretty much anyway, at least well, I think the first video that ever took off for me on TikTok was music related, so it's kind of just stemmed from there. And you do your style and your aesthetic all around I've seen a few tweets from you saying how people look at you weirdly. Are you used yeah, to that yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it depends on where I am, like, where, like, in Dundee, it, there's not a huge alternative scene, there definitely is an alternative scene here, but it's not massive, and, yeah, you do get some strange looks, depending on what you're wearing, like, something like this, not gonna get too many strange looks, because I'm just wearing some dark clothes, but if I make that any, like, any little bit more extreme, then... Yeah, you're definitely gonna get some from some strange looks for, uh, from people. <laughs> you still have like a cat house club up there, do you? Not in Dundee. Um, we have a couple of emo nights that maybe run once a month, but there's there's definitely not very many. I got sent a few things like different clubs in Glasgow are doing like when we were when we were young club nights. And I'm actually going to when we were young club night in two weeks time because one of the little venues that we have here is doing a when we were young night. <laughs> well, my so. friends keep saying it. I'm like, it's just that's just a night in Catty, and they're like, oh, I've never been. <laughs> so like, you need to go to Cat House to experience when we were young. Yeah, the Scottish version of when we were young. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a lot of drunk people singing the heart to my chemical romance. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Did you start on TikTok during the lockdown? Yeah, um, it was April. I don't think it was as early as March. I think it was around about April of that first lockdown. I was still studying at uni and I was just like losing it. Like I, I had nothing to do. I couldn't go see anywhere. I live in the countryside, like on a farm in the middle of nowhere. And I just needed some sort of creative outlet because I was struggling with my university course because I just wasn't like, I couldn't get into it. And although I did like a creative subject, I was really, really struggling to have any sort of outlet. I was like, you know what? I'll just start making these stupid videos because it's something to do. And they were just initially for my friends. And it was a, a COVID related one that took off. And then I realized like, oh, 
I could maybe do something with this because I had like my little business on the side and I was like I'll keep I'll keep doing this I'll keep making videos and just see what comes out of it what keeps going is this the Kitchy come first or did TikTok come first? Yeah, no, I've been running Kitchy since 2019. Yeah, 2019. So it was about a year before I started doing TikTok. I started up my little business and I was just doing that on Instagram. I didn't really I didn't really know what TikTok was. I think I downloaded it when it was still musically and I had a profile on it, but I never ever used it. I was one of the people who when TikTok started to come out. I was I loved Vine, and I thought yeah, Vine a... Vine will always hold superiority yeah. over TikTok. I was sitting watching Vines with my friend last night. <laughs> I like in always TikTok when people are going, "Oh, here's old Vines you might not know about," and even if you've seen them a million times, you just love them. You just can't get over them. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't beat Vine. Vine just it wins in every single level. TikTok's great, but it will never ever be Vine. <laughs> if the TikTok uh, bosses hear you saying that, oh, I know. What I've noticed with you is you can tell from like your makeup and what your hair's like kind of when they record. Do you record a lot in one day? Oh, I do everything in one day. I have <laughs> one one specific day a week because I've got all of the stuff that I need to do with my business. That's kind of takes up most of my time. Mm. So I set aside at least one day a week, or at least I try to set aside one day a week where I'll get ready and I'll do my makeup and I'll film my TikToks because it takes quite a long time to just get ready for that mm-hmm. and that takes some level of motivation to know that I'm going to need to get up early in the morning put on my makeup do my hair choose an outfit and then because I tend to do my YouTube videos on the same day as well so that's about an hour of time and then a couple of hours of just filming TikToks. So throughout the week do you have do you write down the ideas you want to do for TikToks? Uh, yeah well on TikTok now you can save videos into categories which they didn't use you couldn't do that before and that makes it so much easier for just like getting into TikTok going through those sounds and making videos with them because they're already there but if I'm going and just not with anything prepared I sit and scroll through TikTok until I get something like oh I can do something with that sound (laughs) and that's when I'll I'll do it. There was one TikTok that I very much remember and I actually had a lot of I can add an issue, is the one TikTok you put up where you pretended not to know the pop punk songs, which <laughs> blew up on TikTok, blew up on Twitter of people criticising you, and the yeah. issue, one issue I have with TikTok is when you can't see the caption, so if you save it, you can't see the caption. Takes your, it out of context. <laughs> your caption was for that was, why is there no Youngblood or MGK on this, which just shows the sarcasm within the yeah. video. But even in the comments of that video, people were like, how, how are you saying Youngblood and Machine Gun Kelly are pop punk? They're posers. And I'm like, that's, that's the joke. That's the whole point. What yeah, was that whole just... like? When Ameri- it was mainly Americans, I noticed, weren't happy at Yeah. All. Well, the majority of my following is American on just about every platform. Not Twitter. I think Twitter is mostly Scottish people. But on uh, Instagram and TikTok, definitely, it's mostly Americans that follow me. And, like, to begin with, like, I knew going in that it was going to face criticism and, like, being a content creator and doing this sort of thing, you have to be open to some level of criticism and hateful comments. So, like, you just need to be, you're kind of opening yourself up to that whether you want to or not. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew going into that video it was going to get some level of backlash. Um, 
initially when the comments first started coming in I was like how are you how are you falling for this like how how is this getting you but then at one point the comments did start to get really quite nasty and sinister and then it made it onto made it onto Twitter and that's just like the comments on Twitter were definitely some of the worst ones I think and I was seeing an awful lot of them um so it does kind of get to you but I knew that it was working the way that I'd wanted it to. Mm-hmm. It was doing what I'd wanted it to. It just blew out way more than I thought it might have. So, yeah, you, you kind of just deal with it. It'll disappear. After I dyed my hair again, dyed it green, nobody's going to remember that. Like, in a week's time, a week and a half's time, no one will remember that video, and you're basically back on the platform again as you were before. Um, but that video is still getting comments and still getting views and likes and everything now but not quite as much as it did when it was like at the peak of getting engagements. You had a lot of self-control on it because I think I could see you were trying to sing along to a lot of the songs. <laughs> it, it is quite difficult because like those lyrics are ingrained. They're like engraved yeah. on your brain. You know that you want to just sing it without trying, but like it, it's a minute of listening to a couple of sounds that you just know and kind of having to sit there like it's not a not a hugely difficult task to do and you also put in the Avril Lavigne could you not say you didn't know Avril Lavigne I couldn't not but I felt really disrespectful to Hayley Williams well, I've got <laughs> a question Hayley about Williams. Hayley and Avril actually for you yeah Hayley topic. and Avril just <laughs> are you excited for new Paramore oh I'm so excited like I'm so so excited for it um the petals for armor i really really liked that and i know you know it wasn't to everybody's taste and it didn't sound like paramore and that's why people didn't like it because they're like oh what's this this isn't this isn't Haley williams this isn't the riot Haley williams that i know but it was so like i just loved it so much i love that whole era of her and i'm just so excited to see where paramore goes and what sort of sound paramore is going to adopt with the new music yeah, because you never know what they're going to come out with now. Yeah, Remember? absolutely no idea. And then when Hard Times dropped, and at first you're a bit taken aback, like, don't really like this, but it's Paramore, give it a listen, and like you say, ingrained in the head, the brain, I just know During the During the first lockdown, that um, that album was one of my favourite albums to just sit and listen to. I really, really loved that album during, especially the first lockdown. No, that was a good album. I do like that one. <laughs> <laughs> but anything that Hayley Williams or Avril Lavigne writes, I'm going to like it. Did you like Avril's new album? Oh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, the first time I was going to make a YouTube video reacting to it, but like I couldn't stop myself. I need to listen to it. And I don't have the time right now to film this YouTube video. So I ended up just listening to it. And yeah, I loved it. I do enjoy the fact that Travis Barker's on drums for the majority of the album. And Mark mm-hmm. Hoppus features on one songs where Travis is on drums, so that's Blink-182 with Avril Lavigne as singer. Yeah, it's just so cool, isn't it? Like, all of these uh, artists that we loved when we were younger coming together and making new music now, it's just so... Mm-hmm. It's something you would never have expected to happen back then. Yeah. And now it's happening, and it just, like, it's making me relive that era of my life, like, just when I was a kid and discovering music, and, like, whoa, all of these people are actually, like creating music now it's so good do you remember the like the first few songs of the first album that got you into pop punk um oh, i don't know uh 
I remember when I was younger, uh, like in primary school younger, I must have been about nine or ten. My brother, like my older brother is one of the biggest factors and my dad are some of the biggest factors like how I got into this sort of music. My brother was in a band when he was a teenager and he listened to all of the bands that I ended up growing up listening to. Um, but I remember the hidden track Blood on the Black Parade. Um, Black Parade yeah. yeah, I remember listening to that when I was like nine or ten I was definitely in primary school and the where it said the swear words I was convinced that he was saying duck because like I didn't really know those words when I was kid. I knew some bad words but I didn't know them that well and parents had no idea I was listening to this but it was a cd that I'd found that belonged to my brother and I just used to love that that one little secret song and then I didn't like I went through a chavy phase when I went into high school <laughs> So I was listening to things like Bass Hunter, Cascada, um, whoever, East, Far East Movement. Um, I did listen to a bit of scene kiddie music during that time as well, like Amy Can Fly um, and a couple of like other bands I can't actually remember that had that sort of scene kiddie vibe. Yeah. But I was definitely very chavy in my first year of high school. And it wasn't until I met, um, it was one of my boyfriends in high school was the singer of a band and after that I kind of the pipeline into becoming alternative began and I remember the first three albums I ever listened to on repeat were um, American Idiot by Green Day they were definitely like my gateway band to get yeah, into the, the music here. yeah and uh, Only Revolutions by Biffy Clyro and the Fallout Boy album, uh, from Under the Cork Tree, is that the name of the album? Oh yeah, that's on Sugar. On yeah, album. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were the only three albums I had on my phone for a little while, and that was definitely like the kickstarting into becoming alternative and pop punk. I remember when I was in high school. I must have been in first or second year. We had to do a thing where it was like Desert Island Discs, and you chose you had to choose one song. That you had going to desert. I chose East Jesus Nowhere by Green Day because 21st Century Breakdown was just out. And the amount of times I got called a goth because <laughs> I chose that song because we had to play it in class as well and everyone would look at me weird. And fast forward all these years later, the amount of people who were in that class who were disappointed when Green Day postponed in Glasgow last time or have got hella mega tour tickets. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you abused me for liking this. I <laughs> know oh, that it's all it, all the... I didn't get. Oh, did I? I can't really remember any aspect of being bullied that badly in school but I went to a really small high school and um, I tended to like after I became a little bit more alternative I was friends with more people from a different school mm -hmm. and I tended to kind of keep myself to myself when I was in school so I don't think I got too much hate for being a wee bit weird and a wee bit different and wearing dark clothes and having heavy makeup like I don't think I ever really faced too much bullying for that. I tend, like most of my lunch times were spent in the computing base at school because I got on so well with the computing teacher that we used to just like me and my best friend would just kind of sit in there and have our lunch and keep ourselves to ourselves. That's very cool. Uh, do you still listen to any of the chavy music at all, or are you just? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> 
Have you got like a, um, va- a varied music interest? Because like, I love pop punk, yeah. I love rock, but I love Taylor Swift. I seen Mia yeah. last night actually, and just that kind of soft music, love that. What other music do you like? Uh, Nightcore. I shamelessly love Nightcore. I think it's the best. Like, see if you're working out or you're in the gym, Nightcore just, oh, it's so good to work out to. It's just so good. Um, and I still like Bass Hunter and Cascada. Like, I'll never get away from that. It's it's so upbeat and good fun. Um, what else I listen to? Uh, I'm into sort of heavy music as well, but that kind of fits itself into, you know, listening to pop punk. You kind of listen to lots of different yeah. genres of alternative music. Um, Celtic fairy music. That's another That's another well, weird one, but it's is, quite is good. That, is that exactly what it sounds like? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> very twinkly sparkly celtic fairy music literally that <laughs> it's good to, it's good to study too i remember i got into that when i was studying for exams and it was good to sit and listen to then um now i'd probably listen to it if i didn't want anything with lyrics and i just wanted to concentrate on something i would listen to that um folk punk but that's kind of in the alternative realm as well i really like folk punk music one of my friends introduced me to a band uh slaughter beach dog a kind of folk i've punk. never heard of them it's the i think it's the guitarist from modern baseball the oh okay he's done afterwards and it's folk pop punk and it is so good they have like a song 104 degrees that i just can't stop listening to it yeah. it's, just, it's just folk music with him talking over the top of it you know what? I actually think I know what that is. I don't think I, I've never like sat and listened to it, but you saying that he kind of speaks over it, I think I, I have heard it before. Um, I got into like DIY punk and folk punk when I was on Tumblr in like 2016. Just desperately wanted to be a crust punk so badly. <laughs> um, so I listened to like Wingnut Dishwashers Union and a lot of like Riot Girl bands. Um, the Bikini Kill, that's one that I always remember. Jack Off Jill. Um, who else was there? Andrew Jackson Jihad as well. That was a name of one of the bands. But I think the Wingnut Dishwashers Union and uh, is it? there's a song called Brave as a Noun. And I think it's by AJJ, but I can't actually remember. But I think a lot of these bands shared the same members. Mm-hmm. They just went under different names and it sounds... Oh, it's just so it's so much fun and I think a lot of their instruments were handmade or just like objects that they sourced that happened to make like good noises um so yeah no I, I still like that sort of music the folk punk type music I, I feel like I'm the type of person who knows a lot about music and knows a lot of artists and you just said a lot of stuff to me I'm like never heard of that in all <laughs> yeah it's, it was like a pipeline that I went down when I was like wanting to be a cross punk because I thought it was the coolest thing ever when I was on Tumblr. My entire Tumblr feed for a while was just these punks in dirty clothes and just, you know, what you would think a stereotypical proper punk would look like if it's these people. And I just loved it so, so much. And that's all I wanted to be. And it got me into a lot of this like weird crust punk DIY punk music and I still listen to it now like I've never stopped listening to that I do still really like it one thing I've uh, seen was what I seen Neck Deep in Edinburgh yeah yeah I, I was, was there with my brother I was at the Glasgow show 
do you put up Banks hopeless records? Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually asked if I could go to that show. Um, and then like a week later, they emailed everybody on their mailing list if uh, they wanted to go to that show or the Stand Atlantic, but I wasn't able to make it to the Stand Atlantic one. Um, but yeah, I've done a couple of things with Hopeless Records. It was so surreal when they emailed me and they asked if I wanted to work with them for something. I was like, what? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but no, I, I wanted to go see Neck Deep because my brother was going to see them anyway. And I knew in the very first email when Hopeless reached out to me, they said, if there are any shows you would like to go to, just hit us up and we'll, we'll get you on guest list for it. So that was a bit strange. But I never actually had to tell anyone I was on the guest list for that. The organisation for that show was, uh, it was a little bit strange. And I don't think anyone who was working there really wanted to be there that night. And it was in such a strange venue as well. Um, it didn't fit the band at all. They had these huge, this huge chandelier up on the roof. It was just really strange vibe. What um, was it in Edinburgh? What a venue. Corn uh, Exchange or Usher Hall? Assembly Rooms. Assembly, I've never been there. I've been to the other... I think it was series. called that. Or maybe maybe that was the club that we went to at the end of the night. I actually can't remember what it was called, but it was just not the type of venue that you would see a band like that playing in. <laughs> um, but when my brother... My brother had tickets already, and he'd had a spare ticket with him because his girlfriend wasn't able to go, so we had two tickets with us. Um, and when we got up to the door... The, the security people or the, there was three people on the door and they asked they asked my uh, well my brother asked if there was a guest list and if he knew about the guest list and the guy was like I don't know anything about guest lists just go in and that was it and they never even checked my brother's ticket they just let us in so yeah I just don't think they were having a good night that night that's you losing like the best part of being on a I guest know. list <laughs> I was like, I wanted to tell somebody. I wanted to be like, yeah, that's my name. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll go back to Kitchy. And I'm going to put mm -hmm. a link down below for like all your stuff, like your TikTok, for people who don't know you to go see it. Where do you come up with the designs? How do you come up with them all and how do you make them? Um, so design-wise, it depends on what I'm wanting to do because recently like in the past couple of years I've tried to drop things in collections rather than like when I started I was just randomly dropping as many earring designs as I could possibly come up with mm -hmm. and none of them really linked with one another now I try and bring out collections so it all comes from whatever that first idea is and um, whatever comes to my brain whenever I'm out on a walk or I'm just driving somewhere something will randomly pop up in my head and I'm like right that's what we're going to base the entire next collection on. Um, so the, the most recent one that I brought out was a 2000s collection. Mm -hmm. And that initially came from, um, like I was having a bit of a creative block and I wanted to make something, like I just wanted to get a collection out that month. Um, so I figured why not link it to me? And the very first thing that came to my head was Bratz. I was like, I'll do something along the lines of Bratz. Yeah. Um, and I started coming up with ideas based on the Kitsch Bitch collection that linked it to Bratz. So just using the Bratz font and putting in the words that were the same as that old collection. And I was like, I can't brand this Bratz because Bratz is a trademark. I can't actually legally take that and just call this a Bratz collection. Yeah. 
Um, so that kind of went, I went onto Pinterest, how do we look through brat stuff? And I was like, this is very 2000s. We'll do a sort of 2000s collection. And that's kind of where the rest of the ideas came from. Just looking through Pinterest and like Instagram for iconic symbols and things that just kind of linked into 2000s culture and then the, the collection was made and ready to go but like the ideas for these things kind of just come from the most random places um or like when I'm doing the most random thing so I take my dog out for a walk just about every day and I tend to get my best thoughts when I'm out walking yeah and if yeah. I don't write them down I will forget and I will never ever remember it again so I've been like trying to teach myself to write everything down while I'm walking like it doesn't matter where I'm going I actually tripped um the other day trying to write something on my phone because I was like if I don't write this down I'll forget it and then I'll be mad at myself for forgetting that one thing but yeah a lot of the ideas just come from one single thing and then it expands into something bigger essentially if I wore earrings I would wear them but I don't wear earrings <laughs> I don't wear earrings uh, so does Bratz is that where the name comes from because it's a bit of a strange name when I first seen it gutter Bratz uh it kind of technically does, but I don't ever remember where it came from. I I have no idea. I used to play with Bratz dolls when I was a kid, but I don't remember changing. My Instagram name has been Gutter Bratz for a few years now. Before I even did any of the social media stuff, it was Gutter Bratz. But I think the gutter part comes from... Um, so when I was like in primary school still, I used to play this game online called Horseland mm -hmm. and it was essentially like a Bebo for horsey people and you had like all these horsey clubs and everything and it was an active like community it wasn't just going in there and playing a game by yourself there was a community of people on there and there was a, a girl on that called We Are All In The Gutter and I just remember really really liking that name and it's obviously stuck with me long enough that I can remember it now and I think that's where the gutter part of my name came from mm. um just liking that and then realizing that the, the term gutter is also very punky because you'll you'll see a lot of gutter gutter usernames and if you go through them a lot of them will be very alternative and very punk yeah so I think that kind of came from there and then brats I think I must have just liked it and I thought it sounded cool I really don't know where the whole combination came from it wasn't even my tumblr name i was pixie punks on tumblr i was never gutter brats <laughs> on tumblr so i i don't know where it came from it just happened and now it's stuck one uh the other tiktok that i really like that you do it seems to be i don't know if you've done it every year or probably three years you've been on tiktok but he asked the question how many christmas trees has your mum bought <laughs> this year oh yeah the christmas trees I have actually been posting the Christmas trees on my Instagram story for years now. It's only been in the past, I think, two years that I've made TikTok videos about it. Um, but I think, what well, was last year? 25 or something? And yeah, I don't know. I don't know why she does it. She just loves Christmas so much. And it's not just the Christmas trees are the only part that I really put up on anything. Mm -hmm. But the entire house is covered in Christmas decorations like yeah there's 25 trees but the entire house also is covered in lights and like the the banister going up the stairs has this it's it's like the stuff that they make trees from that winds up the 
the banister um just everything she covers everything with christmas and she just loves it um and it's up for like once she finishes it's up for maybe about a week and then she starts taking everything down again because it needs to be down by a certain day in january but yeah who knows what she'll get to this year she has plans she she i'm pretty sure at the end of uh, the christmas season just passed she went out and bought like the reduced stuff that's how she she has oh, so many smart. Yeah, she, she buys the reduced stuff after Christmas and then keeps a hold of it for the following year. And then she's not spending, you know, a stupid amount of money on Christmas trees and Christmas decorations. Does she, you go out and you come back and there's about five Christmas trees in your room or she just, <laughs> hand, she just hands you them and like takes she, she She tends to go out and go shopping every Friday and... Like, that's just her her little day. But she'll come back with Christmas trees during December. She'll come back with, like, oh, I got more bubbles. Don't tell your dad. Or, you know, she's come back and she's like, do you know these trees were only £3? I got them in B&Q for three quid. <laughs> you don't need them. Because she came home with two real trees during December and was like, these were £3. Like, look at this steel. I got two Christmas trees, three quid each. No, she loves Christmas. Yeah, she loves Christmas and loves a good Christmas bargain. Uh, one last thing I want to do is like quick fire for you. Mm-hmm. This or that. So okay. first of all, Blink 182 or Green Day? Ooh, uh, Green Day. That was going to be harder than that at one point. You just know what one's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Lincoln Park or My Chemical Romance? I feel like I'm going to have to say My Chemical Romance, but I do love Lincoln Park. <laughs> Are you going to uh, My Chem in Glasgow? Not in Glasgow, no. We have tickets for Milton Keynes. Oh, you got Milton Keynes full? Yeah, it was bought. My friend, my best friend, bought me them for my birthday. And during lockdown, she she told me like we had a Zoom call for my I think it was my twentieth twenty second or twenty I don't know. It was my twenty something birthday. I'm lost. I I can't actually think of how old I am. But she bought me tickets and she told me during the call when I was already half pissed and I just started sobbing. Like, I don't think I've ever cried so much. She was like, yeah, you're going to my chemical romance. And I lost it. Like, I lost it. I think I serenaded her later on that night as well. Absolutely blittered. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. We were actually planning how our trip's going to go just a couple of days ago because we need to figure out hotels and buses and whatever other transport we need to get down their planes so yeah super excited for that yeah i can't wait to see them it's a long time coming yeah young blood or machine gun kelly <laughs> um oh, they both like i used to like both of them and then like they both started doing things i just really don't like well like i am wheat from machine gun kelly uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we watched that video the other night. Yeah, no, not good. Not good. I'm going to go with Youngblood just because he was the first person that I knew out of the two of them. Yeah. I'll go for him. Hayley Williams or Avril Lavigne? That's, that's just cruel. <laughs> um, I'm going to... Um, Hayley Williams. I'll go with Hayley Williams. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that hurts me to say, but yeah. Just no Avril. <laughs> Kit chose Haley. Avril what was that? Know. Avril should know that Kit always <laughs> no, chose Haley. No, just don't, don't. <laughs> Please don't. And I don't know why I thought this this morning, but I've one of these guys I really don't like, so I thought maybe I'll ask you this question. Who would win in a fight 
Ollie Sykes or Jared Leto? Uh, oh, I don't know. It's Jared Leto I, that I really don't like, by the way. Well, I feel like Ollie Sykes would win. I do feel like he would maybe win. I feel like he's a little more crazier than Jared Leto, so he, he might he might just win that battle. He's from Sheffield. They're probably all nuts down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with him. Ollie Sykes. Well, thank you very much for doing this, because uh, I know you're extremely busy. So. <laughs> well, today I'm actually not. I'm not even at home right now. This is this is not my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy the day. Is, is it still as nice where you are? Is it, is oh, yeah, it's lovely. I was out at the, the park with my friend and her little baby this morning, so we've been out already this morning, and don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the day. I do have a couple of things I need to do when I get back home this evening, so... Yeah, we'll just enjoy the sun. Like you can see how white and overexposed I am because I'm facing a window. But yeah, no, it is nice today. Well, thank you very much for doing this, and I hope you enjoy the day and keep up the incredible work. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you for inviting me to the interview. <laughs> thank you.